You and I know that making smart financial decisions can be challenging. But in the 21st century, financial freedom is no longer just for the 1% wealthy. It is for you and me. The question is, how do we find time, avoid making painful mistakes, and find the best resources to help us reach our financial goals? Join me on my journey helping busy families figure out how they can gain financial confidence and clarity, get actionable tips, and learn from the best experts on how to stop trading time for money. It is now the time you started living your best financial life. My name is Anna Shurgunina, and welcome to the Money Boss Podcast. Hey, Money Bosses. Today, I want to chat about how do you completely organize your finances? And really, the focus is setting up things online. If you haven't listened to our episode on paper filing system that I've discussed in detail, go back and check out episode number 48. And there we kind of focus on how do you set up your paper filing system and things you need to have. And from here on, I kind of want to give you the direction of, I think, where most of you would be interested in terms of, all right, maybe paper kind of a structure doesn't work for us. Let's see if there's a combination of online slash having a, a spreadsheet to go along will work for you. And just so you know, actually, just a bit of a hint, this is the kind of a setup that Yuri and I use, all right? So let's start by kind of going through the items that are necessary to get this started. The very first thing I've set up, and this was years ago, like probably more than 12 years, I think, um, this, these are the spreadsheets that I've been keeping for that long, but it's a very basic Excel spreadsheet that has two tabs, okay, that I update on a monthly basis. So tab number one is a balance sheet or a financial statement. And what it includes, a list of all of our assets, liabilities, and it calculates automatic net worth. And so I break down all of our accounts um, into the categories and then I go in and I check balances and then I update those. Now it's a bit of a, it takes a little bit of time, like maybe 10 minutes the most for me just to go through login everywhere and check things. When you look at this month to month, right? If you kind of have like columns set aside, right? So each column represents a month. It doesn't make that much difference. But when you look at that year to year, right? Or like, five years to five years, it is starts to make a difference. Now, the reason I'm updating these month on a monthly basis is just to make sure nothing is going on, everything is tracking, and again, literally, it just like, takes me 10 minutes, okay? So that's the balance sheet. Number, number two tab on my spreadsheet is called expenses, and it's also very basic. I've, I've created hundreds, maybe thousands of uh, expense or slash spending spreadsheets for clients, in my last 15 plus years working as a financial planner. So I've looked at lots of different things and it it just depends on how you like to view the information. Mine is very simple. It includes all of our fixed expenses, all of our variable expenses, and I'll talk a little bit more about variable in just a bit when we talk about online. But what it allows me to do and all of our expenses actually set up to be auto-paid. Like I've really almost never these days write any checks. So everything is set up to be either auto-paid or drafted from the actual checking account. But what it allows me to do with this 
with this structure is to well check check in their bills that are like due quarterly, for example, like our garbage and recycling and uh, insurance payment. So it's just a little tracking system for me to update again on the monthly basis. So once a month, I sit down and I look at all of that, uh, all of those items. Also, what really drives me to do that, which I could probably streamline, but that's my kind of a check-in mechanism, is that our credit card due on the seventh of each month. And so I've got to sit down between the 1st and the 7th and really do an inventory of all of these things, update the financial statement, check and see all of the expenses are on track and um, pay the credit card bill. So that's my uh, kind of a check-in mechanism for, for myself. But I've talked about this in the past. I've really uh, utilized and still do a money flow system for, for all of our kind of a uh, you know background financial setup. And the money flow system is where we have two check-in accounts to, uh, for one to pay for fixed expenses and the second account is to pay for all the variable expenses. These days, we use the second variable, uh, second check-in account to really just pay off the credit card because we pretty much charge everything we can on a credit card to get points, miles, and all the different rewards um, that we like to collect. So I still follow that outline very closely. Uh, and by the way, maybe I should do an episode um, on this money flow system. I haven't talked about it in a while. It's still been going on. I like it. It's It, it does allow me not to have to worry about things. Um, and so, and then I have a couple of the various tabs on my spreadsheet for, for whatever projects I'm working on. This last one was all a remodeling project where we're doing. So it's keeping track of all the costs going out, contractors, just just stuff. So it's just kind of a all in one one spot. And then if I transition to the online system, right, if you kind of put the spreadsheet aside and maybe you're not interested in doing a spreadsheet kind of a tracking, you can do the same thing, exactly the same thing if you wanted to trust to set up this kind of a structure and either using one of these aggregators. I'm a big fan of Mint. I've had them for so long that it's probably even impossible for me to move, but nothing is impossible. Mint.com is one. Personal Capital, I have lots of clients who use that. It's basically a dashboard that gives you ability to do the same thing, except that it does all of these updates for you automatically. So at the same time, when I'm updating the spreadsheet, I also actually have um, um, I also actually have uh, the Mint doing all the updating in the background for me as well. So take a look at what you've got. And my intention with this with this discussion um, all together over these last few episodes is to give you a reminder because I wanted you to get a clean start to the year um, and get you a little bit organized um, just on some basic stuff because I think like some of some of us are like collecting piles of mail and if you don't need the actual paper statements set them set them up to be delivered to you electronically so i'm just giving you ideas of how you can get a little f- fresh clean start um, and actually really start organizing your your documents maybe help you even get ready for tax season um, just a little bit earlier so let me know how you tracking things what are you doing? What are the, some best practices you've you've really acquired over the years? I also do something um, that I like um, on the on the weekly basis is what's called a money date, and that is when Yuri and I 
sit down and just kind of go over things that we have, right? Where are all the, obviously once a month we do our global overview once I updated the spreadsheet and we look at all of the, um, all of the accounts and, and what bills are outstanding. But money dates are just the quick conversations you can have to kind of keep, you know, if it's just you or your significant other, or if you have a conversation with your um, trusted advisors on the same page, all it is. So they don't require a lot of time, but you've got to have some, measuring mechanism in order for you to know that you really are making progress. So that's the intention of those money dates. All right, my friends, let me know what you're doing for your overall financial system. How are you setting up? And until next time, remember, you are the bosses of your own money. Hey, money boss. Thanks for tuning in today. If this episode did help you, then please be sure to share it with someone else you think will benefit from it too. After all, smart financial decisions are for everyone, uh, so don't be greedy. I hope I can help you even further by sharing with you how thousands of clients I worked with in my career over the last 16 years created their very own successful financial lives on their terms. It's hard for me to do this over an audio, and if you are ready for the next chapter in your life, then be sure to go to MainStreet-Money.com to get your free resource guide to help you begin correcting top six financial mistakes I see people make all the time, such as not having clear financial goals, not having a handle on spending or saving for the future, not knowing how to get rid of all the debts, and of course, not having a clear strategy or plan on how to protect your hard-earned money. Until next time, remember, you are the boss of your money.